Hello, this is Jennifer Wolf. I'm the Executive Director of the International Association of Industrial Accident Boards and Commissions, also known as the IAIABC. You're listening to the IAIABC's podcast, Accidentally, where we discuss issues and events impacting workers' compensation systems. During Accidentally, I ask thought-provoking questions, raise awareness of emerging issues, and offer my insights on workers' compensation. It's my hope to make you think a little differently about workers' compensation. You can listen or download our podcasts each month at iaiabc.org slash podcast, or even better, subscribe to us on iTunes. It's September, and with that comes back to school. Cooler temperatures, at least in Wisconsin, and all the best fall activities. Apple picking, cider donuts, hay rides, and pumpkin patches. And yes, for those sports fans out there, football. The fall season is one of harvest and preparation getting ready for the challenges that winter might bring. Within the workers' compensation community, the fall season is the start of conference season. There are numerous opportunities for education and information sharing on the latest topics of interest. In some ways, this is preparation for the challenges that winter might bring, also known as legislative session. One of the best ways that I stay prepared is by reading. And I thought that in honor of September, I would harvest my recent reads to share with you. Conference season also means travel, which is a great chance to read. And I would be remiss not to remind you to register for the IAIABC 105th convention held in October in Pittsburgh. The link to register is on our website. Of my recent reads, the first is a collection of resources on changing work relationships. The passage of AB5 in California, marketplace contractor legislation in multiple states, and continued legal battles with Uber and Lyft about employment status means this might be a very hot issue in winter 2020. First up is GIGGED by Sarah Kessler. This book offers first-person insights on the realities of work in the gig economy. Yep, there is an Uber driver profiled, but what I found much more interesting was were the profiles of the woman who was feeding her family with jobs gained from Amazon's Mechanical Turk service and the Southern Career Counselor looking to bring hope, a la internet jobs, to a forgotten Mississippi town. These nuanced portraits try hard not to judge, but there are moments you long for all of these companies to recognize that it's humans driving their workforce, not mechanical Turks. This isn't a black and white issue, and GIGGED shows us that. A more academic take on the gig economy is from MIT professor Arun Sundarajan, which is called The Sharing Economy. 
The book discusses how the sharing economy has penetrated traditional business models and offers a global perspective on numerous trends. It's not just about sharing, it's building trust through technology. This book raises important questions for policymakers and offers insights on how employment and labor policy may be changed by these new trends. One of my key takeaways, getting a handle on who and how many are working on the, in these new platforms has puzzled policymakers and academics alike. Mr. Sundarajan keenly points out the companies have that data. It might just take some political savvy to get it. Earlier this summer, the Aspen Institute released a policy report called Designing Portable Benefits, a resource guide for policymakers. This is an important complement to other resources and books on the gig economy. And the paper is a framework for designing new models to deliver employment-related benefits and social protections, think workers' comp, our commitment to keeping workers safe and offering them financial security should not change, even as work and employment relationships do. A great starting point to begin asking critical questions about the future. And just for good measure, Fissured by David Wheel offers an excellent history of how organizational value changes, i.e. companies where shareholder profits trumped all, served as a catalyst for new work relationships. We too often talk about the gig economy as upending traditional employment, but the reality is these trends have been happening in the workforce for decades longer. Technology just gave it a big boost. Settlements, bankruptcies, and tens of thousands of deaths. The opioid crisis has rippled across America, and while the Sackler family is offering a couple of billion dollars to make the PR crisis go away, we shouldn't forget the hundreds of thousands of lives impacted by opioid dependence and addiction. Dreamland by Sam Keones presented a gripping portrait of how the opioid epidemic spread over the course of a decade. I recently read Dope Sick by Beth Macy, which follows several individuals battling opioids, along with a sweeping narrative of how so many forces came together to create this public health crisis. The personal stories are heartbreaking and reinforce how hard it is to be freed from the opioid chains. A forceful reminder, money alone will not fix the broken lives from prescription and illicit drugs. Communities are going to have to come together with open hearts, multifaceted solutions, and patience in order to heal. Another theme in my reading list has been about organizational culture. Why do we need to build diverse and inclusive businesses and society for that matter, and what happens when we don't. Melinda Gates, she's my badass inspiration. Moment of Lift artfully blends human stories supported by lots of data to show that by lifting up women, we lift up the world. 
Global in scope, Miss Gates describes how issues we too often say are women's issues, family planning, childbirth, child care, child marriage, equality in the workforce. Those aren't women's issues at all. They are some of society's most pressing and important problems. Embedded throughout is Gates' personal story, from computer programmer to wife to mother to global activist. Give it to your girlfriends and your daughters as inspiration. Give it to your husband and your sons as an eye-opener. A little lighter fare, but no less women empowering, Loggers of the Great Midwest by J. Ryan Straddle is a fictional story about brewing, women, and that famous Midwest work ethic. An easy but charming read about a Minnesota farm family broken apart by inheritance and beer. I needed a happy ending in at least one of my books this summer. Bad Blood, Secrets and Lies in a Silicon Valley Startup by investigative journalist John Carreyrou is a warning lesson about the consequences of a secret and toxic work culture. Elizabeth Holmes of Theranos was a tech and health industry darling. She was for a very short time America's youngest billionaire and often compared to Steve Jobs. Theranos as a company was in reality built on lies, coercion, and microcontrol by Elizabeth and her inner circle. This book reads as a thriller exposing the underbelly of a corporate culture motivated by hubris, greed, and deception. In a similar vein, I'm really looking forward to Super Pumped by Mike Isaac. It was just released and it examines Uber's founder, Travis Kalanick. And on my not-to-read list, Forbes. They recently released a list of 100 of America's most innovative leaders. In this instance, Twitter summed it up nicely. There are five Michaels, five Richards, four Marks, three Johns, two Bryans, two Roberts, one Brian Roberts, and one woman on the list. Time to demand better. These next couple aren't industry related, but I thought I'd share them anyway. I have increasingly found solace in the rhythm, power, and lessons of nature. A couple of books on that theme. Maybe I just want to be the queen bee, but I adored Buzz by Thor Hansen. Bees are responsible for many of nature's delights. Think flowers and fruit and honey. There are so many lessons from bees. Their complex but highly effective social structure, their necessity to agriculture around the world, and fate shaped by environmental forces beyond their control. Best bee fact, bees share the location of nectar by doing a waggle dance. Directions by dancing, best. The overstory by Richard Powers is a sweeping epic about trees. 
a beautiful narrative made better by great use of language. The overstory is the intersection of humans and nature. Spoiler, humans are not the heroes here. As the leaves turn golden, red, and brown outside, this fall season, The Overstory is a great read for reflection and embracing all the gifts trees and nature give us. Thanks for letting me share what's on my reading list. I'm always in search of the next good read, so share your favorites on social media with the hashtag IAreads. Thanks for listening to Accidentally the IAIABC's podcast on current workers' compensation issues and sometimes my reading list. You can listen to us at iaiabc.org slash podcast or even better, subscribe to us at iTunes. Your feedback's always appreciated. Cheers, Jen.